Hi, Dr. Lloyd here. Welcome to the Spiritual Laws of Nature. Uh, those things that are as certain as gravity and inertia, but we seldom treat them that way, and so they end up coming around and biting us in the rear as far as our happiness, health, or uh, the best life for us to live. So that's what we're talking about. And the one today is amazing to me. It's a paradox. It's, it's one of the greatest enigmas of all time, I believe. And it is the key to more people than I can count that I've worked with over the last 30 years. So maybe it will be for you. And this is it. At its, at its essence, it's really simple. Never do the same thing wrong twice. That's it. Now, just kind of marinating that a little bit, how would that change your life, and how would it have changed your life if you just started doing this in like your 20s or something, and you never made the same mistake twice? Well, most people tell me it would have changed everything, and I wouldn't have this addiction, and I wouldn't have this bad habit, and I'd uh, weigh more what I want to weigh. My relationships would be, I mean, everything, health, everything would be better to night and day different and better. So why don't we do that? I mean, it, it's, it's obvious this isn't a rocket science. Never do the same thing wrong twice. So why don't we do that? I believe it's because we have an almost irresistible force inside us that is telling us to do something else. It is telling us to do the mistake again knowing it's a mistake. And you'll never be free of this until you fix that programming that's causing you to wrongly think and act doing the same mistakes over and over and over. And that's what I want to explain for just a minute here. The backside of never do the same thing wrong twice is Einstein's definition of insanity, which is doing the same thing over and over and over, but expecting different results. And uh, I believe almost 100% of the people I've worked with over the years, which is thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people, Virtually every one of them would say, yeah, in some way in my life, I'm living the definition of insanity. I'm do I know I should do this instead of this, but I can't get myself to do it. And boy, when I ask them, well, what difference would that make in your life if you could do it? It was, oh, I can't even calculate. It would change everything. All right? But again... I believe we have programming telling us to do the thing again and again and again and again that we believe is wrong. And so for most of us, we repeat the same mistakes over and over throughout our life. Let, let me illustrate it this way, okay? And um, I'm the worst drawer there's ever been, so please keep that into consideration. My wife is an artist. Okay, here is you, and here is me, okay? Your brain 
can, and, and, and I'm not going to go into depth with this because we've talked about it before. So go back to the foundational principles and the greatest principle if, if you don't get enough to understand this correctly here. All right. But the hypothalamus in our brain can put us in stress mode, which is the other name for the stress response, fight or flight, is the fear response. Or it can put us in love mode, which is positive mode, as opposed to, let's say, uh, negative mode. Or it can put us in neutral, where it's not really positive or negative. Okay? Here's the chemistry of it and the spirituality of it, in my opinion. And, and this can apply to anything. It could be a big thing, like uh, stealing or telling a lie. It could be whether to get a scoop of ice cream or not to get a scoop of ice cream. Okay? Instantaneously, 186,000 miles per second, the speed of light, we are confronted with information and have a decision to make, or that we can make. See the ice cream, I'm an ice cream guy. See the ice cream store. Oh man, I want to go in and get two great big scoops of uh, strawberry buttermilk ice cream. And so I have that thought go through my head. Okay, now, instantly, I'm into a sorting information to decide what is the right decision or the wrong decision about this. Now, I might not ever say right and wrong. I might say best, but really in the brain and nervous system, it comes down to right or wrong, okay? So I factor all the information, you know, I, I, I've had a lot of sweets lately, I've gained a little weight. Um, I think the right thing for me to do is not to get the ice cream, but as soon as I think that, it seems, I have these chemicals in my brain pop up that make me want it even more than I did a minute ago. Okay? When you imagine doing something that you believe is wrong, that is the only time when the hypothalamus pulls both positive and negative at the same time. It creates a chemical tidal wave in our brain, body, and nervous system that we almost can't resist. So it's not only cortisol and adrenaline and oxytocin and, entor and, and endorphins and peptides and dopamine. It's, it's everything. The good chemicals and the negative chemicals. When you imagine doing something that you believe is wrong for you to do. And this came out of research uh, done fairly recently on pornography which is maybe the biggest addiction of all time, okay? But it goes beyond pornography. It's when you're imagining doing something you believe is wrong, okay? So whether it's stealing, lying, ice cream, uh, going to an event, in your brain and nervous system it comes down to a this is the right decision, this is the wrong decision. Even if any other person would say, well, that's not really right and wrong, to your brain and nervous system it is, okay? So if you make the decision that is deemed to be wrong because you have a brain and nervous system full of negative energy and lies which cause you constantly to lean to the negative, all right, and you have almost an overwhelming desire to do that thing, 
that you believe is wrong and you just imagined doing it and tasting the ice cream or whatever. And so now the odds that I'm going to go get that ice cream, even though I've made a decision that's wrong for me at this time, are now way up here. Where when I first saw the, the ice cream store place, they were like 50-50. I hadn't even been thinking about it. Okay? So, when we have that decision that we've made before or thought about making it and it was we believed it was wrong or a mistake and now we're at the second time, the tenth time, the hundredth time thinking, okay, do I do the same mistake again, again, or do I do what I believe is right? Okay? As soon as you imagine doing the thing that you believe is wrong, both sides are pulled, all the chemicals start flooding, and it is almost like um, heroin or something like that. It is so addictive. All right? Then what happens is I go and have the ice cream, and it tastes really good, but I'm maybe not completely enjoying it because in the back of my mind, I felt like I shouldn't have done that, so I'm all sort of hiding from no one, okay? And then as soon as the ice cream is over, typically my unconscious mind starts working on me and, and releasing the negatives now, all right? because I did the wrong thing. So I experience guilt and condemnation and sadness and low self-worth and rejection from self and others and, and the cascade just starts. Okay, so then what happens? Well, that is extremely painful. Okay, so that kicks right in to our pain-pleasure programming that is our most basic physical programming attached to our survival instinct that says get rid of the pain as fast as you can or distract yourself from it. So in this case it's eating the ice cream. So what do I do to get rid of that pain? I eat more ice cream or I go get some chocolate or uh, I go watch something on the internet that I shouldn't or a thousand other things. But here's the point. Your unconscious mind basically tricks you into doing it. And then when you do it, beats you over the head for doing the wrong thing, which causes you to do it even more, as well as new wrong things all the time, and it spreads like a virus. Okay? And I believe that's why, even though everyone would agree, hey man, I'd have a lot better life if I never made the same mistake twice, but then also everyone agrees, but I can't do it. I keep doing the thing I don't want to do over and over and over. I believe this is one of the main reasons why. So, how can you change that? Well, most people try to change it by willpower by their conscious intention, willpower. And the failure rate on that is above 97%. It almost never works because you're going against your programming. You're going against those chemicals that's almost like a heroin addict. Once he has done it and has now pulled in to that vortex, 
So you're almost trying to do something that is impossible. One in a hundred, one in a thousand, one in ten thousand people could do that just with willpower. The others can't, all right? Well, if you can't, if you're not the one in a thousand, what does that mean for you? It means you keep self-sabotaging your life. What's the solution? You have to unconditionally commit, not to a right decision or a wrong decision, but a love-based decision over a fear-based decision. And that means a person. When you talk about love, it means relationship. There is no love outside of relationship, so it means relationship. When I, um, when I was married in the early years to my wife, Hope, one of the things I hated most in the world was cleaning toilets. And I mean, it was this huge deal to me and, and almost like a phobia or something. But I'd do anything to get out of it. Then Hope kicked me out of the house and I came to understand that what I had been calling love in my life really wasn't. It was really fake love. It was really what's in it for me. It was really seek pleasure, avoid pain. It was really manipulate people and circumstances to get the end results that I want. That's not love. That's a business deal. Okay? And when I finally, in my life, and I meant it to the marrow of my bone, the bottom of my heart, committed to love, whoosh, this cycle was broken and I was reprogrammed instantly. And ladies and gentlemen, it was done to me and for me. It had nothing to do with my effort or intention. And the next time we went to uh, clean houses and my job was to clean the toilet, I was singing joyfully, loudly while I was cleaning the toilet. And Hope couldn't believe it because she knew about my past phobia. I had never had the first thought about I hate to clean toilets. I'd never had a thought about this is weird and why am I singing when I hate to clean. I'd been changed from the inside out in a, I believe, miraculous kind of way because I believe love is miraculous. So, totally, fully committing, vowing to live love in the present moment, regardless of the circumstances, regardless whether it means more or less pain, more or less pleasure, which, which basically means committing and vowing to love a person or people unconditionally, no matter what they do or don't do to me, will change you. Now, here's the uh, post-it note and disclaimer. You're un you can't fool your unconscious mind. It's a million times more powerful than you are and smarter. So if you say the words, I commit or vow to love, and I'm going to look at it now as a love or not system instead of a right or wrong system, if you don't mean it fully, if you're saying, really, I'm going to try it for a while, but if it doesn't work, I'm going back to what's in it for me. Don't ever even try. It won't work. Your unconscious knows that. It knows you're not fully committed and it will not help you. If you are fully committed forever, no matter what, from the bottom of your heart, 
it will slowly or sometimes all at once, like with me, deprogram you, reprogram you, you turn your have-tos into want-tos. And it's the only thing I know that can. And all of a sudden, you will discover yourself not making the same mistake over and over. Why? Because you're not feeling the guilt and shame anymore when you do the wrong thing. Because you've eliminated the right and wrong system. Now it's just love or fear. And you know you're not going to do love perfect. So when you mess up and choose fear, it's fine. Everybody does that. You're always going to do that. That's not even the important thing. The important thing is to be committed to love. Which doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. You do. It's part of it. So you're, you don't feel the guilt and the shame and the condemnation when you do something wrong or that's a mistake. You feel gratitude and thankfulness that I'm living in this system where I'm not condemned and in guilt and shame, but thankfulness and gratitude. And, and that thankfulness and gratitude breaks the cycle and causes the brain and nervous system to release only the positive and neutral. Which means now you can, even without almost trying, do the right thing, the best thing, the thing that is not a mistake, over and over and over. And um, there's not much that will transform your life as much as this. And we would be honored to help you um, quit making the same mistakes over and over again and start living your absolute best life. And this is one of the big keys. So uh, do not live the definition of insanity anymore. It's not about willpower. It's being changed from the inside out, deprogrammed and reprogrammed, and we can help you do that. Thanks so very much. Have a wonderful, blessed day.